Hey, it's the Home Medic. You're listening to the series on furnaces. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we, as always, help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital and teach you the $10 fixes before the $10,000 hammer hits you. Next to us, we have Heidi Hansen. Good morning, Garth. It's great to be back, and I am so excited about this episode because... I need to learn some things here. Tell me what to do. I'm good at telling people. <laughs> You'll what give to me do. advice. Actually, whether mostly I'll follow it or not is questionable. But yeah, I'll mostly try. it's my wife that tells <laughs> me what to do. That's what happens. So I want to cover servicing the furnace, uh, what that means, when to have it done, and uh, I want to cover when to call 911 when you haven't serviced the the, the furnace well enough. That's a good question. Yes. Ten dollar fix, ten thousand dollar fix. You know, in this case, servicing the furnace is going to be more like a hundred bucks if you have it done it'll be in that range and this is kind of like the hundred to the versus the million you know if you lose <laughs> a family member or something yeah the ten thousand dollar fix could be anywhere from now you got to replace the furnace that's a few thousand dollars or uh, if things go badly you've got carbon monoxide that is leaking into the house then then you've got the cost of coffins times however many people in your family will need them and, of course, we know there's the grief in addition to that. That's immeasurable. Well, what, what's the dollar value We're of joking around here, but we really can't put a number on, on losing a loved one, right? We really can't. Servicing the furnace can mean a couple of things. As I'm doing home inspections, most furnaces that are not new are going to have some level of dust in there. Dust, if you open up your furnace, and especially if it's newer, you'll see what looks like a computer board. I'm going to mm -hmm. call that the motherboard. Right. Because we all know what that means. You don't need dust on that motherboard. Mm -hmm. Then you've got moving parts. You've got a flywheel. You've got your squirrel cage. You've got moving parts. Exactly. And those don't need to be dusty either. Well, in some of the new furnaces, though, they recommend that the homeowner doesn't even open them up, right? Stay away. Some of the newer ones, a lot of those moving parts just are not accessible. Mm -hmm. Then you have the burn chamber itself. If that gets dusty, what happens is the dust acts as an insulation, and it's going to insulate parts of the burn chamber more than other parts that are less dusty. The flame's going to happen, so part of that chamber is going to be hotter, some's cooler because it's not insulated, and then you're going to get heat expansion, and then you're going to get cracking, and now it's time to uh, go back to either burying your family or replacing the, oh, the furnace. Oh, wow. That's, and that's good to know. I, hate, I kind of hate hearing that because I've neglected mine for very long, like maybe seven years. It's been such a great new furnace and doing such a good job for me that I haven't gotten it serviced. So what do you think about that? The thought occurs to me. Somebody told me that, and he was talking about water tanks at the time, but it probably applies to furnaces too. He says, barns uh, are like water tanks and furnaces because you basically uh, build them and then ignore them until they fall down. Exactly. So if we don't want to have the furnace system fall down on us. And especially not when it's cold, because I'm a wimp about that. I don't want to be cold. Then you're going to need to do regular maintenance on that. A lot of HVAC guys, the next question, of course, is how often should I do maintenance exactly. on, on the HVAC system? 
And again, so what is HVAC? Just for us heating, that don't venting, and air conditioning. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> they can sound intelligent to their spouses. That's right. Well, our HVAC guy. I have to keep Garth in line with his professional lingo sometimes. Yes, you do. <laughs> so servicing it can mean a couple of different things, and it's going to vary again. Be depending on how many hairy dogs or cats you've got, how much construction dust there is in the area, uh, those sorts of things. Right. So I've been, I've been changing the filter. I've been cleaning that out and, and keeping that clean. And that helps a lot. Yeah, in, in some cases I'll do an inspection where there is no furnace filter at all. Wow. And so all that dust ends up inside the furnace, and yeah, now you've got a problem. So when to service it? Sometimes if it's not bad, you can go to a place... I'm going to use a brand name. I'm going to say you can go to a place like Best Buy because they don't have a lot of competition anymore, That yeah. at least in this area. You can go to one of those places and just buy a can of canned air. Oh, oh, like you would use for a computer. Like you would use for a computer. Pressurized air. Because a, a furnace is kind of a computer. It's very okay. much like that. And then you can blow that out. When you do so, you're going to want to do a couple of things. First is wear a mask so that you're not getting all that dust inside your lungs. Well, and if you hold those too close, do you have to worry about the moisture from the can sometimes? Mm. Is that not an issue? Yeah, not if the furnace is, is not on. And you certainly don't want to do this while the furnace is, is on. Okay. That could get ugly. So, yeah, with the furnace off, you can just blow those things out. Uh, you want to make sure that you actually have a vacuum in the area that is sucking up that dust that is now airborne. Right. So that it doesn't just go right back into the furnace. So when you say there in the area, you're actually... You're taking the hose and actually trying to clean up the dust. You're not just allowing the hose to lay there with a the vacuum on, are you? Or is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm thinking that, that I've got this can of canned air and I'm blowing off the, uh, the burn chamber and the computer board and all that. And now all you, you've got all this dust that is airborne. Uh-huh. I'm thinking you could either have the, the vacuum on. The attached hose just kind of laying there? It's just laying, laying there. there. Lying there. <laughs> we'll, we'll go <laughs> with laying, laying there. <laughs> or you could actually have one in your left hand and one in the right hand and you can suck it up that way you know, just personal preference okay but again do so with with some breathing protection on and those painters dust masks aren't the best but they're more than nothing right uh, good to know you can do that maybe in between professional services but every uh, an hvac guy is going to tell you once a year that he needs to be out there Okay. My experience is I hate to spend $100 or $149 on an HVAC guy every year. That's just painful to me. It is kind of painful. That's probably why I haven't done it yet. Yeah, but those guys ought to be out there every, you know, again, depending on conditions, at le every two years, maybe every five years. It just depends on what's going on in, in the furnace. Okay. And they need to be out there anyway because if you have a condition like a crack in the burn chamber, He's going to see it, and he's going to be the one that tells you, look, we need to get this furnace replaced. And the best thing to do is to avoid that, of course. There was a, somebody I knew who was having these little explosions at night, or when the furnace was kicking on, they would hear an occasional, you know, and wondered what it was. There was a problem, a yeah. leak with the burners or with the system somehow, and it was a potential thing that could escalate into a bigger explosion. So danger, danger. Yeah, if you hear little explosions, don't neglect <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what is happening there is you've got a gas leak that is trying to escape out into the house, and then once it reaches a ratio where the gas and air mixture is perfect, then it's igniting. Right, and I've heard there's a special ratio there, and we don't really have a whole lot of control over that, so you want to 
You want to have a professional check that out, don't you, with the meter? Oh, yeah. You hear that sort of thing. You, you drop what you're doing, and you pick up the phone, and you call a guy. Right. There's times when you may smell gas. The ratio may be totally off, but we know of people who have not survived situations like that. So. If, if you smell gas, it's not nothing. You call 911. You call the HVAC technician, and you don't go back in the house until he has gone in and cleared the problem. Yeah, we, uh, Good point. Yeah, we have an experience, both of us. You know, we read the headlines, and the city that I live in now, it, it happened here. Single woman, well, no, it wasn't a single woman. It was a mom and her baby. She smelled something. She called the HVAC guy. He came out. She followed him, which she should never have done. Right. She walked back downstairs with him, and I think her husband was just a few houses away when the house House blew went. up. Boom, boom. Yeah. Killed them all. So sad. Yeah, gas smells not to be trifled with. If you smell that sort of a thing, you get out. Exactly. So all of this basically means that the furnace can only be... Okay, that'll wrap it up for this particular oh. segment. You are now master <laughs> of your mansion, <laughs> even if your mansion is just a teepee uh, in the uh, forest. If you need more information, you can always go to my website, homemedicusa.com. That's homemedicusa.com. If you need a pro, if you need somebody who I would recommend and be proud to recommend to you, please give me a try. If you need just anybody, try Google. And finally, be you. Everybody else, yeah, they're taken.